0: I'm more than excited to announce that Mr. Derek Smith is this month's podcast sponsor. He's an international public speaking coach, event host, and master of ceremonies. Hello, my name's Derek Smith, and for the Creative
1: Startup Academy, I am offering online courses, training spaces, and one-on-one coaching. Together, we can help you master virtual event speaking and become media-ready. Check out the link. For special community offers.
0: You can find the link in the show notes. Let's go to this week's episode. You know, anything we are doing, we want it to be most efficient and effective because
1: there are different ways of doing things and we can take the long road or we can do things quicker and save ourselves not only time, effort and energy. So for me it's always like this combination of we're saving our time, effort and energy by being more efficient. The
0: Startup Student Podcast, a podcast for everyone who sees themselves as a student of the startup life or is actually a student at the university and is starting a business on the side. In this podcast I, Christine and experts from around the world want to support you with our knowledge. Let's start this episode. Hello, 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 it's Christine and I'm here for now for the last episode of this series and I'm joined again by the guest that was with me the past three, three episodes which was all about finding some harmony in your life and in your work, for giving yourself permission, for doing certain things and not doing certain things, so saying no as well, because we are talking about built with boundaries, and today, oh, and last episode was actually about priorities, and today it's all about productivity, so you can see the peace in there, the permission, priorities, and productivity, and I welcome back Manas, that gives you so many valuable tips, hello, welcome back. Hi,
1: Christine. Great to be back. And yeah, can't wait for this. Awesome. Awesome. So
0: uh, productivity is something that I really am quite passionate about and obsessed, you could say, (laughs) in, in general, because I always want to be as productive as possible. Not only because I always have new ideas of new things that I do, but also, and we did talk about that in another event that we did together, that I really like to see people to see it in a way that you want to be more productive to maybe work less and to have more free time for yourself and mm-hmm. your loved ones so i think that's one thing people can look at things because a lot of times people think oh i get more productive so i get more things done yeah maybe look at it as i get productive to get the things done that i have to do quicker and then uh, we will see what happens because a lot of times we do things that don't even have an effect on anything, neither your business nor personally, nor, nor anything. But we do them because it's what you should do, or the, what other people do, and what works for others might not work for you. And we did talk about all of that already in previous episodes. But let's pick up on productivity in general, Manas. I'm going to hand over to you for now.
1: Perfect. Yes. Yeah, so I I love how you've described it, Christine, and. Yeah, my thoughts are very similar in the sense that we are designing our business. We decide how long we want to work for and where productivity for me comes into this as a business owner, as a mother, you know, as somebody who has lots of other passionate things that I want to spend my time on. I want to be most efficient and effective wherever I spend my time, right? So if it's, you know, doing chores at home, for me, it's working in my business. It's creating a social media post. It's recording a podcast episode. Yeah, like with you, like like we are just now, Christine. You know, anything we are doing, we want it to be most efficient and effective because there are different ways of doing things. And we can take the long road or we can do things quicker and save ourselves not only time, effort and energy. So for me, it's always like this combination of we're saving our time, effort and energy by being more efficient. Now, that does not necessarily translate into working more and doing more. It might be that we are making progress in the time that we have allocated. So going back to boundaries, you know, we have a boundary of when we start work and when we finish work. Now, what do we do within those hours? It's very much up to us. But the way that I see that is that, you know, whatever you want to focus on, we can be more or less productive depending on how we apply ourselves. Depending on how we prioritise our work and how focused we are and how intentional we are in terms of making those actionable steps happen. So doing the thing and actually seeing progress, you know, because we don't, we, we can't just... See the results. We have to implement things, right? So we can't expect somebody to comment on a post, for example, if we haven't posted it, we haven't been consistently doing it in the way that we want to. And so productivity comes in the last of the three Ps. And that's very, very intentional because we, firstly, just a quick wrap up on on the three Ps the permission has to allow for us to. Have given permission for the right things in the first place, and that includes setting boundaries as well and creating priorities. And then number two, the th- the second P is priorities, and here we are prioritizing our work, making sure we understand what's you know important, what needs to get done. And then productivity is where we then take what we have already understood to be in line with our strategy, so that we can then say, right, this is the thing I'm doing. How can I be most effective at this? How can I spend? Perhaps you've allocated yourself an hour, you know, today to do something. How can I best use that one hour? It's not about like I have to sit here day and night until the thing is finished. Because yes, you can tick the box; it's done. But would it be done in the best way? Would it be the best quality? We have to understand that we're not robots, and you know, being more efficient is so helpful because we're saving. Like I said, the, our time, which is the most valuable asset we have, our own effort, because we can apply that elsewhere. And the same goes for our energy, because, you know, we only have so much energy that we are able to distribute in, in a day. And we may have lots of other things that we want to do. We want to spend that energy on that is outside of our of our work. And quite rightly so, we should be able to do that. It could be, you know, a hobby. It can be spending time with our family. It can be just taking time away. Things that will help us rest, things that will help us re-energise as well. So that is why the third P, productivity, has to come at the very end because we have to get our everything else all set up and in line before we can attempt to do things better. And I think understanding that, because often People can, you know, I see this often where like in terms of managing your time, you know, want to be more productive. Well, that's great. But there are lots of things that have to come before that. Otherwise, we can just spend our time on making improvements and doing things that are perhaps not the best use of our time in the first place. So really doing these in this kind of order helps us to see where we want to apply and, you know, be being that kind of doing that check in that we've talked about before as a CEO, making sure the permissions and priorities are already set up in the right way before we then move on to, to understanding what it is, bringing that into our awareness of where it is that we want to be more
0: productive. Lovely. And I I made a few notes here and I want to come back to pretty much everything that you said, because it's wonderful. One thing is, yeah, we can have a tick box and say that, that's done. That's always a question. Okay. How well, have I done this? Has it um, maybe been done whilst I was doing something and focusing on something else? Or is it? Is there maybe some issues and errors? Because if we're not really focused, and then that comes down, I guess, to single tasking and multitasking, that you basically should single task instead of multitask to avoid mistakes and errors. And I love that you also said that you need to see the progress. So it's not just the end result, but okay, what what do we have to do in between to get to the end result? And are there milestones in between that we can also celebrate and be proud of that we achieved something, even though maybe something has not been finished? And then that keeps us motivated, I guess. So all these peace that you mentioned that feed, I think, also in motivation, motivating yourself, because if you have your own business, there's no one else that will motivate you probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can tell you that, it, that can be sometimes very hard, that self-motivation, especially if you don't see immediate results. And I mean, we're so driven, well, most people, let's say, are really driven by external feedback. And these days, that's a lot in either meeting people and talking to them mm-hmm. or actually working with people then that's obviously amazing because that's when you get the real feedback but sometimes people get hung up on feedback on social media so you mentioned creating a post or something and okay do people actually react to that post or not and then people can feel down because there's not enough likes or something but it's not always just about likes and comments and stuff because I can tell you that even though maybe there might not be a lot of engagement on some of the posts that I do I then at some Times when I talk to people say oh I see your posts all the time I love them and I think why are you not liking them <laughs> Why are you not?" I don't say that but you know that's like okay that would help me if, if someone would do that because then other people will see it as well however you never know who you're affecting and who actually sees your things and it doesn't really mean that they don't see it if they don't comment or don't like it so that, that's one thing I think to to understand but it's about a lot about self-motivation and all of that, seeing things, looking into what gives you energy, what drains your energy, and then prioritize accordingly. All of that that we talked about in the past three episodes will help you with being more productive to, in the end, have that harmony that you you are striving for. Yes,
1: I, I totally agree with your
0: message on the social media post, for example,
1: because you know, the, again, I think we've talked a little bit about having what the purpose is of what we're doing, right? And we are wired as human beings to want instant gratification. And, you know, social media is a very good example there, right? We put something out and we just think, you know, it should work and this should happen. And we have already set expectations of what we think would be what, what would be good, what would be not very good. In terms of likes and engagement. But you're right, you know, understanding that, you know, firstly, having that purpose is the most 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 important thing because you know that's where we have our intention and you know marketing isn't that kind of thing where we put one post out and somebody comes and running to to buy our products that's not the way it works and we understand this i understand it can be quite frustrating but just understanding that if you're doing things for with the right intention then you know you are building something and you know the people who do want to and perhaps will at some point buy from you they're never going to be the ones who are constantly liking and commenting and so we can't just expect that and just knowing that we are there for the right reasons i.e to share what we need to share and say what we need to say that can help motivate us that we are you know you talked about self-motivation and you know being aware that well we are doing that you know i am being consistent at sharing what i want to share there's a real difference in you know, the energy that we will be putting out if we're talking about it that way. You know, I'm here to say something and this is what I have to to share. Than compared with, you know, putting a post out and, you know, checking on it about 50 times a day, making sure that you, you know you're you're on top of everything and having a really different type of expectation on that so but we can't build consistency until we understand why we're doing something and really we're going back to what we've spoken about before like actually feeling good about the thing we're doing, because we can be productive in everything, right? We could be productive in how we create our marketing. It could be scheduling the marketing. It could be doing networking events. It could be, we can be efficient in all different parts and areas of our business that we need to work in order for our business to thrive. And we don't we don't have to do all of that all at once. And as long as we are being effective in the areas that we feel that we are focusing on more. You know, that's really, really important. And that will vary for different people. It will be, you know, for, for yourself, obviously, Christine, you and I have a podcast. So we're going to have some time that we are dedicating to recording and editing and, and publishing podcasts. For other people, that might not be part of their plan. And that's fine. But it's just this whole kind of, that expecting the word keeps coming up, doesn't it? And I think we are as solopreneurs as as social media you know people who are actually active on social media where we think about you know instant gratification whereas you know what we've touched on even with productivity and you mentioned this again was that you know it's not even just about getting things done you know having tracking that progress and you're so right you know celebrating that we are moving is a is a win and it's through those steps that we take we are feel we feel more inspired and motivated to do the next part and the next part and that in itself is self motivating for us so it's our own action taking that helps to keep us going because we keep it's like looking at you know the next step in the staircase we don't need to see everything all in one place we just need to focus on the next thing and the next step will reveal itself and then the next one I think that's quite a powerful image as well and if we keep that in mind we're focusing on now rather than it being like a needy type of expectation of the future of what will happen when I do this or when that happens or looking at the past and saying, this is what I put out and I didn't get this and I didn't get so many likes and I didn't get that. So really, all I think productivity is the most present thing that there can be because we cannot bring our focus into what we're doing now if we are looking either forward or in the, or in the in this history of what's already happened. So, yeah, I'd love to know what you think about that, Christine. Absolutely. Absolutely
0: love that. <laughs> I, we seem to agree on a lot of things and have a similar, uh, let's say, philosophies for working and life and creating that harmony. That's why I'm a fan of everything that you're doing. And I'm, I feel really honored to have you on this podcast. Thank you. And what do you think? How do you actually celebrate achieving something? I think that has a lot to do, like I mentioned before, with motivation, staying motivated and staying productive as well. Because if mm. if you don't see results, let's say, and you can't maybe tick some boxes, then yeah. that can be also demotivating. Because there's obviously things that will take time and that's okay. Things might change. And again, there comes in that flexibility that we mentioned so many times. But what about the role of celebrating milestones, smaller, big ones and stuff like that? Do you actually do that? Yes, uh, Christine, I think
1: it's always work in progress. Um, I'll be honest, because, you know, we we all have so many things on our plate. It can be very difficult to, write. here's this big thing I did. You know, unless it's something really big, we may not notice it. So what I do is that I, every single week at the end of my working week, so I work a four-day week, so for me Thursday night is my signing off, I have a look at what I actually did in those four days and I. it's almost like for me it's reconfirming what I have done and sometimes I will realise things that I had done but I didn't realise how far I'd got and sometimes I also don't don't often realise how much time I've actually spent on it. For example, like, it's only this week I started this thing, but I'm over here now. And I think acknowledging that and understanding that is really important because before we can get to even, like, thinking about, oh, I've reached a milestone and I'll celebrate, I'll, you know, go out with my family for dinner, I'll do this and I'll do that, that's great. But I think we can miss that. And I think for me, it's like every week I want to see what I have done. And it's just as simple as that. You know, what have I done? And also being kind to yourself and understanding that there will be weeks where there's a lot of other things that happen. It could be in your personal life. It could be with your kids, your loved ones. Maybe you're caring for someone. Maybe there's things that were unexpected to come up. So it's understanding what you've done and understanding what circumstances you've done them in. And I think just being very open to look at that And just to be aware of where you're at, that is so important because if you keep doing that every week, you know, you start building a picture of how much you've done and you're pushed to do more. And there's like we talked about the self-motivation. It's like, you know, you'll be like, wow, I did this in one week. You know, what can I achieve next week? Oh, well, this is what I You know, you're you're just constantly pushing yourself in in a nice way, in a gentle way to celebrate yourself, even if it's just by reflecting on what you've done and saying, yes, I did this. Because if we don't, we just blink and move on to Monday and then it's like we're into the next week. And I don't know about you, Christine, but, you know, weeks go by very, very quickly (laughs) and we can miss that. And we don't want to miss it. This is the whole point. We don't want to miss it. Otherwise, you know, if we blink and it's on to Monday, we're actually caught up in that week and we've, we've forgotten to have a look. So for me, like before I sign off for my week, that's my last thing that I do. I have to look at my done list. I have to create a done list. I have to, even if it's just scribbling a few things down intentionally, sort of five minutes after I've logged off, I will do that. And that is really, really important really important yes
0: I think you're absolutely right because we have to think about the things that we achieved on a day on a on the week at the end of the week before we actually start anew let's say Mm -hmm. because that way we can see what we still have to do we can reprioritize things and that helps us to be more productive as well and that is I think in itself kind of a celebration and that's what people sometimes because we talked about celebrating achieving something and you said it's an ongoing thing for you and same for me I forget about it constantly (laughs) to say yay I I did this so that can that can really help and it it, you don't have to think that you have to celebrate in a massive way you don't have to throw a party because you achieved something you can if you like (laughs) but if you do that every time you achieve something then either you're probably not celebrating the small things you achieved but just big ones or you you get too caught up in doing parties (laughs) so uh, just uh, realizing what you've done maybe tap yourself on the shoulder and saying well done I think then that helps you as well probably uh, you if you're closing your week on a Thursday to know okay I achieved something I can I can now switch off for the rest of the week and don't have to think about it until the week after
1: yes absolutely and I think that last thing that you've mentioned uh, we didn't touch on as much but you know we know that resting is one of the most productive things that we can do and often we we know this but you know actually doing it practically is very difficult so what what allows you to switch off right and this could be one thing for me it is because I'm parking where I'm at I'm acknowledging where I've got to. That in itself, that exercise helps me see what I need to do next, which means that I'm already, even though I'm, I'm on a Thursday night, I'm already aware where my brain needs to be on Monday. But I'm more than happy to switch that off and just have my Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which means. I can then rest as well because I don't have like constant, like a thousand ideas in my head because I have forgot to write that down and I forgot to make a plan for this for next week. And it's just allowing us to do those things. And anything that we can do to allow us to then rest better at the weekend means that when we do come back, you know, I'm ready to go. I love Mondays. I love Mondays because it's it opens it up into a, what am I going to achieve this week? And I think that's that's really powerful for us to be able to start our week in that way. Because when you do something you love, then, you know, it's not a chore to do it. But we do have to have boundaries that allow us to do all other things, including rest, self-care and all other bits that we have to spend our time on so that we can be very productive when we are working. And going back to, you know, what you said, we're not all working like masses of hours every day or every week because that's not, you know, our our passion might be our business but it doesn't mean that we want to 24-7 live it and we don't need to because we can have our business operating in the way that we can then step away and have time for our family and time for all other things that are important because that helps us to be who we are. And that helps us to thrive in itself because, you know, we're a person, we're a whole person, not just a
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget about that <laughs> because uh, a lot of times entrepreneurs don't switch off, don't take care of themselves and they start burning out without realising because they love, love, love what they do, which is the whole point of becoming an entrepreneur for most of them. And absolutely love it. Love, love, love it. Also love that you have a four-day week. I might think about that. <laughs> well, any final other thoughts that you want to mention before we wrap up this episode? I think, I think I'm think i all good. I think I feel like we've
1: covered all the areas for productivity and, yeah, just that emphasis on, you know, being a whole person. I think that's definitely being aware and bringing that into our day as much as we can, being, you know, caring for ourselves just like we do for other people. That is a priority, that is also a priority and we don't need to come last.
0: Thank you, yeah. And if you liked what you were hearing uh, in these conversations with Manas, I know that you have something special as well. Uh, Do you want to just give a little outline of something specific at the moment that will be out by the time that this podcast will be released? So do you want to give a quick uh, summary of what that is? I would love to, Christine. So
1: I'm working on a new worksheet. So it's a boundary clock worksheet it's to help you to uncover your hidden boundary clock because sometimes our boundaries are not where they need to be but it's very difficult for us to see what it should look like right and I have devised this worksheet where you can literally it's a fun way like it's a great exercise and you can actually create this boundary clock that is you And this is your personal boundary clock, and it will hopefully give you so many insights into where you are currently. And, you know, we've talked a lot in this episode about understanding where we are and being in the present. So this is another chance for you to really kind of bring that focus into the now and say, well, what does my boundary clock look like? You know, and just you can come and explore that. Just grab this free worksheet and Spend some time with yourself and your pen and piece of paper away from all the noise. And it's it's really exciting to be able to put this out because I think it's going to change how people look at boundaries. And so I cannot wait. So please do grab the, the worksheet. It's free. Just pop your email address in and then you can print it off and get away from the tech for a day if you if you like. An excuse to get away from the tech and do some work
0: on your business. Absolutely love that. So if you want to get that freebie and also listen to the other episodes, so obviously you can listen to the episodes on the podcast app that you're listening to this one, but you find all episodes and you also find the link to that freebie on creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. And there you will also find other links to connect with Manas further if you like to. And if you do have any questions, you can always pop a message to me via email or LinkedIn as usual. And also feel free to connect with Manas. Like I said, you find all of that on creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. And that just leaves me with thanking Manas, you so much. For your time, insights, and sharing all this information with us. I really, really enjoyed the conversation.
1: So, did I, Christine? It's been a wonderful conversation. I hope it's been helpful for your listeners. And yeah, I can't wait to hear what the light bulb moments are for
0: people who are listening. So, good luck. That was this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And just to let you know, I have a free startup package available in my academy. Just go to creativestartupacademy.com slash academy and sign up. And if you can, please, please, please leave a review that will help me with my ranking and will ensure that other people will be able to listen to this podcast as well. Thank you. And until next time.